Hello, Quiet Mind listeners. Thank you for being there. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for hanging in there all these years to listen to me talk about some pretty crazy stuff. And the journey to this point has been, to say the least, adventurous, unpredictable, up and down, chaotic, crazy, sometimes peaceful, sometimes very still, very quiet. But most of the time, this whole thing that we're experiencing, flying around in space, on this beautiful planet, is pretty, pretty weird. That's just my take on it. When I look outside myself and I observe the news or things that show up in my social media feeds, things that people are discussing, the political situation we're in, the wars, school shootings, all of these things one can look out on and say, this is insane, this is crazy. It's a bunch of crazy people out there. We got to change this. We have to wake up. We have to make ourselves right and then make the world right. Depending upon which way you put that, you can also believe that we need to make the world right so we'll be okay. But I would say that Those are not new concepts. They've been around for a very long time. And then I could say, just in observation, that those concepts, say we have the concept of, I awaken and I open my heart to love and I I become a conduit for love and joy and happiness and compassion and empathy. And in doing this, my world will change. I'll be able to live in a place where, when I observe the circumstances, the arising thoughts of others, actions of others, the reflection that it's giving back to me will be as pure and as loving and kind and compassionate as my own heart, because I've worked so hard to make this body a pure vessel for the pure consciousness and and love to move through it. Therefore, I'll change the world. Therefore, people around me will no longer hate each other and kill each other, torture each other, take advantage of one another that through my own efforts of clearing myself and making myself pure, this will, in turn, have an effect not only on the way that I behave, but on 
but in the whole way the world reflects itself to me. You could say that. In a nutshell, that's basic Buddhism. And we can look at that same idea, or you might want to call it a dogma, in many other types of religion. In other words, if I change myself, then I'll be able to help other people change. And when they change, the world is going to be a beautiful and peaceful place. We'll take this up to another dimension. A dim- I, I don't want to sound like Twilight Zone, but I've been watching a lot of it lately. But another, in another dimension, in, in other words, these people, the, the, the journey that they've made is out of their minds, into their heart, up into their um, loving centers, therefore changing the way they speak, the way they act, the way they think. And that this vibration creates a beacon, if you will, out to the rest of the world, vibrating everything else into this luscious rainbow thought. Now, I'm not being sarcastic here. I'm, there, there, There is something to this, but what I think happens maybe is that this gets lost in the translation. And once again, it's only my opinion of how I have, I have observed no one changing and nothing changing outside of myself, regardless of my own 25-year practice. I don't see a lot of change happening there. As a matter of fact, if I can look back in time, I could say right now we're in, in an even more chaotic space than we have been uh, before. So I can see these changes within myself, right? And what has really happened is that there's been a lot of letting go and dropping away of ideas and opinion, opinions, judgments, thoughts, wishes, hopes, whatever you want to call it, expectations, preference. These are the things that I have seen that have dropped away within this body machine called Robert. Those things have fallen away quite a bit. And I'm not to be given a gold star on my star chart. That's not the point. Just sharing with you my my journey, my observation. And it, it doesn't really mean anything. Um, you know, I can create my own testimonials and say, at one time I was deeply depressed. I no longer feel that anymore. But it, that's really not the point of this podcast. The point of this podcast is for me to share with you these insights that I've had that are very personal to me, but may not necessarily be the way. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Just because I'm saying it doesn't mean this is it. And because I give a testimonial, that doesn't really mean this is it either. I'm trying to be very transparent. And my point here is, you know, I'm digressing, digress, you know, like I usually do. The point is that 
I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with people creating change within themselves in the hopes that this then will be like a beacon projected out to the rest of the populace of the planet. And just in that way, the harmonizing and the good thoughts and the loving actions will make other people around them change. Who am I to say that that's not true? I'm speaking from my own personal experience. And what I saw change was the way that I looked at everything else. My perception changed. My judgments fell away. My expectations went away. That's what I experienced. Now, let's say, well, then what if everybody begins to experience things the way that I have? Wow, I can, I can project that out onto everyone and say, well, if everyone else thought like me, there would be a lot less disharmony in the world. Because that's what I'm experiencing. That's my testimonial. I'm experiencing the inner turmoil is not there anymore. So when I'm walking down, to the, down the street, do people see this in me? I have no idea. It doesn't matter to me. That's not the point. I've reached a point for myself where I no longer feel that I need to be doing anything to change the way things are. That doesn't mean that I have become a cold and calloused, unloving person. As a matter of fact, it's completely the opposite of that. I've experienced more love and compassion in the way that I perceive things now than I did when I was, say, 18 or 19. Some things, you know, I'll look and and there'll be like a little nudge inside of me or a little pinch. I'll have to maybe say something about it. But the trust that is there now within this brain pan called Robert Thingy, the trust is that this thing, whatever you want to call it, you can call it an illusion, you can call it Maya, you can call it the... 58th dimensional portal, you can call it whatever you want. You call it Earth, you call it our life, you call it the Milky Way, you call it whatever you want to. You can also pin onto that whomever you think created it, however it arrived here, however it was made, whatever story that you want to tell about it. And the thing is that those are all this, the same thing when you, when you boil it all down. They are perceptions, they're concepts, they're ideas, they're stories. What do we really know for certain about who we are, why we're here, what happens when we die, what's our purpose? What clarity do we have on that as an individual? Do we think that we have to have a purpose for being here? Does everything have a purpose? We can look out to nature, again, who is my teacher, and we can ask that question. It seems like that when we look out there, with the exception of a few things like maybe a mosquito, (laughs) just kidding, everything seems to have a purpose for being here. And there is an intricate 
intricate balance. And I have seen that my fellow humans perceive that we are nothing but a plague upon this perfection. In other words, we're guilt-tripping ourselves into seeing we, are, we don't belong here. We're not part of this perfect balance. We need to change ourselves and we need to change how we're interacting with this perfection. And coming back again, I'm saying the observation that I have is that whatever is running this thing, created this thing, and is sustaining this thing is the thing that is keeping everything in a balance right now. In other words, when I look out, I say, I see perfection. I see everything as being held by that loving awareness, that pure consciousness, the unconditional energy that is making everything happen, including our thoughts, our feelings. Those seem to be an after effect of having a mind. Those are not necessarily something coming from that loving awareness or that source. And here's where there can be a real conundrum. When we start to understand that there is this concept of spiritual purity, and we must purify ourselves and purify our thoughts so that they'll be more in line with the pure consciousness that is holding everything and moving through everything, this energy, this sound wave, this vibration, whatever you want to call it. So now we need to become pure. And once we are pure and that energy is running straight through us and we are emulating the qualities that we perceive are this energy, that being goodness, love, compassion, empathy, kindness, all of these things we attribute to this source energy whatever you want to call it. You call it God, you call it Jesus, you call it Buddha, you call it Allah. You, what, it doesn't matter what you call it. It's that energy. Now, anyone can assess this situation and see that we have humanized this source, anthropomorphizing. <laughs> it's a big word for me. We've humanized that source. And we give it these qualities that are, the level is so high for us that we, we can never really ever achieve that as long as we're in the body. And that's where a lot of um, sadhus are. They uh, starve themselves. They do these austerities, you know, leaving their arm up in the air, letting their nails grow and an arm atrophy, uh, piercing themselves. They do all kinds of acts to almost a mortification of the body and the vehicle and saying, well, this isn't it. And uh, when you are in those states, and I've done it before too, so, you know, like, like fasting for a really long time, you, you do have a temporary experience of the divine and a union because uh, you've, you know, what you've done is you've changed your body chemistry so much that uh, uh, you're actually, you know, maybe partially hallucinating, but <laughs> that, that doesn't matter. My point is, 
There shouldn't really be a goal for us to believe that in changing ourself and the way that we perceive and think, that we are some special messengers that are here to take that to others in the hopes that they will change to make the world a better place. What I'm saying is, is that internally, internally, finding that place within you that is this voiceless void, this space of pure consciousness, if that is your objective, then all of those other rules just have to be swept away. And those expectations and those concepts of God, the concepts of divine and the concepts of the union with the divine, and the concepts of purpose, why I'm here, why we're here. Uh, you know, Are we here to raise our vibrations and levels to a point of where it changes the entire planet and that's our purpose because we're going to turn it all around and make it a a better place, this is beyond me. In my own personal understanding, I do not see that as a rule that whatever divine energy is vibrating all this stuff has in store for us. More personal than that, the more personal path to that is the pathless path without goals or expectations dropping all of these um, dogmas, letting all of this go, stopping in this moment and seeing that it was there all along. It's just so simple. So, this goes out to those of you who I've been thinking about as of late and what your struggle is the pain that you have, the suffering that you have, feeling that you don't fit in, feeling you don't belong, being maybe severely depressed, confused, frustrated. I feel that often. And of course, in direct contradiction to what I have just said, I wish that in what I do, I could help end that for people. Because for myself, I have experienced an end of that searching, the wondering, the knowing, the suffering and the pain and the sorrow. I've reached this place and I wish I could share that with you. I've struggled so much. That's why someone asked today, why do you only podcast once a year? And it's because I can't put this into words. What I want to put into words is this thing that makes everyone feel better. <laughs> so look at me. I have a goal. And that's what I have to stop for myself. I stop that and I say, I can't expect that what I've understood is for a purpose for anyone else. I can look to you know, Siddhartha Gautama, I can look there and I can say, I can say, well, he got his understanding and it was empathy and compassion that kept bringing him back to his own podcast. <laughs> and I do not compare myself to him in any other way, shape, or form. That's for certain. But... I do, I do resonate with that. 
And I do try to come back and I say these things to you in the hopes that it will help you, that I know that you're alone. I know that you're hurt, that you're suffering, and you're confused. And I can feel it. I feel it right now. And I would like to be able to help that go away completely. I'd like to be able to say those magic words or have that four steps to not suffering. So the Buddha guy, he did that. You can Google that. But I am here again to say what it is that I say and for my own path, let go of my expectation and my hopes even to just come and say that I know where you're at. I've been there and I'm here for you in whatever way I can be here for you. And I do hope that these words bring you comfort, that they bring you some sort of stillness in your life. And I can point to what it was that brought that into my life. And I can speak to how that did make changes for me. And there is a, there is a, a reason why there may be resistance. It's not that I don't want you to think I have something that you don't have or that you need to give me money in order to be able to hear what it is that I have to say. It's just so simple. It's almost impossible to put into words. But here it goes. You right now, you are absolutely perfect. You're also awake. You know you are this energy, this pure consciousness that's running through you. This is not New Age BS. I'm not trying to uh, confuse you anymore. I'm trying to help eliminate the confusion. And it may sound impossible when I say, stop. Stop searching. Stop looking. Stop looking for that next thing that is going to make it go, make everything okay. And how can I say this? I've done a ton of things before I got to the stopping point for myself. And I guess then you just kind of become like a roadmap. And there's this, you know, you wouldn't want roadmaps to be changing constantly. You would want them to be consistent. If you're going from here to Bakersfield, you know, from Sedona, Arizona to Bakersfield, you wouldn't want the road continually changing um, on your way there because you got to be there by a certain time. And I guess maybe that is why the continual returning to the podcast and sharing this with you does have some value for you, even though I am repeating myself. But this is the message to you. You're okay. You're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. You're not alone in this. We're all connected. You can stop. 
right now. And you can find this truth within yourself. It's in the quiet. So that's my take on it. That might not work for you. Like I said, I got this big, clear understanding of this while I was walking my dog in New Mexico after a snowstorm. Look up Thich Nhat Hanh. Look up um, walking meditation. Try it. But it's there. It's you. It's there right now. So, don't give up. Hang in there. Do whatever it is you have to do to just show up right now and be here. Because you are needed. If you're listening to this podcast, I think you're different. I used to say it was the average Joe slash Jane. I don't think you're average. I think you're really different. If you're here listening to this, there's something that you're looking for. Have I found it? That's up to interpretation. And I'm not going to proselytize to you that I know something that you don't. Because I don't know something that you don't. That's the news flash. I'm just here to say, yep, I've seen it. And here's, I went this way. And here's the roadmap. And I'll just keep sharing it with you. I'll do my best to show up and to share. My love to you all. Until we meet again, catch up with me on facebook.com forward slash a quiet mind podcast or send me an email, a quiet mind at gmail.com. Thank you very much.